Genesis 25, beginning verse 29. Now Jacob cooked a stew, and Esau came in from the field, and he was weary. And Esau said to Jacob, please feed me with that same red stew, for I'm weary. Therefore his name was also called Edom, which means red. But Jacob said, sell me your birthright, his firstborn rights, as of this day. Esau said, look, I'm about to die, so what is this birthright to me? Then Jacob said, swear to me as of this day. So he swore to him and sold his birthright to Jacob. And Jacob gave Esau bread and stew of lentils. Then he ate and he drank, arose, and went his way. Thus Esau despised his birthright. The quick version of the story is he sold what was his for something much lesser. He sold who he was, he sold his identity, he sold his access to all things that he was supposed to be and do for a bowl of soup. Why, why, why would Esau, the firstborn, give up his birthright in a moment for a bowl of soup? Why would he do this? Then, so he hates, his birth, he hates what was his for the rest of his life. Thus, he's, he despised his birthright from this day forward. Are you following this? Why would he do this? If you go back to verse 27, you find out his biggest failure. Verse 27 says this. So the boys grew, speaking of Jacob and Esau. And Esau was a skillful hunter, a man of the field. But Jacob was a mild man dwelling in tents. This is who they were. The anointing upon Esau was this. He was a man of the field. He was a skillful hunter. On this, I'm telling, that was like his calling. You know Esau? Oh, he's a really good hunter, and he hangs out in the fields. This weekend, he's out hunting, or this day, or this week. He's gone on some mission to hunt. He's a skillful hunter. Everyone's saying, Esau, he'll bring it back. Esau comes back. He's weary because he caught nothing. His skill didn't pay off. The thing he was called to seems to have failed. He leaves the field, the place he's been positioned. He comes into the tent where he doesn't like to be. He comes into the tent to the man who he doesn't really like, his own brother. And his brother says, I tell you what, you look hungry. And he said, I'll give you a bowl of soup. Oh, I'd love a bowl of soup. Please, please, please. Give me, give me. Now, now Esau doesn't like soup. Esau, I mean, just stick with this. Esau likes meat. He likes to kill it and bring it in. But he had a bad day, a bad weekend, maybe a bad week. That's it. That's all. It's like you were anointed to preach the gospel and then one day you got treated bad on the corner. One time, one, one moment. Like you had a, a bad weekend. So, so you're not, you don't want to do that no more. Even though you've done it for years, you're anointed to do it, God's called you to do it, you have prophecy, you have prophecy after prophecy, word after word, calling after calling, but you had a, you had a bad day. So you came in all sad-backed, as we call it at our house, you know. You know, face is drooping and you're like, Nothing will make you happy. And Esau's brother, thinking he, the prophecy over Jacob and Esau was that Jacob would excel over Esau. But the prophecy was never that Esau was going to give up his birthright. Jacob was going to be a nation. Esau was going to be a nation. Jacob was going to be greater than his older brother. But Esau never had to lose what was his in the process. On this bad day, he comes in all sad-backed, and he's like, I'm hungry, I'm going to die, I haven't eaten anything. And his brother says, I'll give you some soup. Just give me your birthright. He should have said, I'd rather die in the field today than to live five more minutes with that soup in my mouth. Let me tell you, the reason you got a bowl of soup, the reason you were anointed and now you're not, is not because the devil came and stole from you. It's because you had a bad day and you gave up on everything. 
And you not only gave up on everything of that day, you gave up on everything for your future. Do you know what it says about Esau in the book of Hebrews? It says that Esau, realizing he had lost everything, tried to repent in tears, but he found no place for repentance. It was too late. Let me tell you something. You might still have time to spit the stuff out. You might have time to come back to who you are in Christ Jesus, the call of God on your life, and everything else is spit to the side. I'm going to tell you, I almost, I almost ate quite a few bowls of soup over the last 13 years, and by the grace of God, I vomited them all out. That there was this place, I'm t- I had people come in, and they, they didn't like me to preach. Man, what if I'd have quit? There's people who said, oh, we shouldn't do this. What if we'd have quit? I almost gave in. I mean, all that postmodern nonsense that came in, I almost bent. And what if I would have? All, all this stuff that came in the last two years, what if we would have gone that way? We'd have lost everything. There's a point where you say, I'd rather die doing what I know I should do than to live one more day and do what you're telling me to do. Esau never had to lose his birthright. He never had to lose, and what he gave it up. And just like people that are in the church, they give it up for little tiny doctrines. They'll give up Christ. Do you know how many people I've seen fall away from Christ with the pursuit of doctrine? It's, it's crazy. They'll, they'll find some guy, some place that teaches something in the process of six months, going after Jesus. They've lost Christ. And what happens is they do the exact same, same thing Esau did. Here they are five years later, and they hate the thing God called them to. They're mad at God, they're mad at the church, and they're mad at everybody in between, not realizing they're the ones that gave up who they were to drink the soup. 